Welcome everybody to another episode of the Other Stuff Podcast. This is Sweets, and I'm here with Dubs. What's up? What's up? Yeah, and we have a couple special special guests with us tonight. We have Legs, Yo Yo, and Skippy. What's going on? Fantastic. And so, uh, prior to the episode, we were sitting around smoking a cigar as we usually do, and uh, we were talking about the desensitization of America. A nice hard word to say, desensitization. And uh, I think the the topic stemmed from at least in my opinion, all the different things that now are visible on the internet. Um, you know, I know that there was, uh, I don't know if you guys remember Faces of Death. Do you remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Faces of Death. Like, you could oh. watch, it was, uh, it was a soul, it was back in VHS days. You know what I mean? And it Train was, accidents, oh, yeah. car wrecks. Yeah, it was some real so, fucked up yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? But like, you had to go, and it was weird. Like, when you rented that, it felt like you were renting porn. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you got Faces of Death. People looked at you funny. You know what I mean? And you bought it at Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> rented it from Blockbuster. <laughs> exactly. But it was, you know, like that's where you went to get that stuff. Like you almost had to search it out. And even that was kind of creepy and it didn't show the stuff that you can see now. And I mean, with with Twitter, uh, with Instagram and stuff like that, there are sites that I know my kids, my kids are watching the shit. You know, I remember when uh, Mikey um, came to me and he was like, he watched the beheading. It was a goddamn fucking beheading. And my son watched it on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like they put that out and it was, uh, I, I think they shut it down after a little while, but they put it out. And it was, um, I don't know, it was traumatizing, right? Well, then there was the whole world star evolution, oh, yeah. yeah, where you know people were recording fights and and all these things outside of nightclubs, bars, just for that content, right? To post it, yeah. yeah, like intentionally, like world star, yeah, <laughs> waiting for the world star moment, exactly. I mean, this might sound terrible, but when I'm scrolling through Facebook, anytime I find one of those videos that has the little link to uncover video. Mm-hmm because it's too violent or too graphic right. to be seen by the general populace, I'm immediately attracted to it and uh-huh. click on uncover immediately. You know, I, that's the good stuff. That is the good stuff. I have to read some of those first. Like there was one that I saw the other day, which was, um, so I like to go to the gym and I like to work out a lot. And there was one that said, man dies while bench pressing. And I couldn't watch it because it would fuck up my bench press. I'd, <laughs> yeah. I'd be all weirded yeah. out in the gym. I'd drop my weight. And I was just terrified to watch it. Or, or the ones where like uh, someone's leg pressing and they're like, oh, knees God, break the wrong those. way. I can't watch that shit, I've man. seen those before. That's horrifying, man. It like, really could is, you imagine right? being that guy? No. I saw that in high school. That happened to a kid I went to high school with. He was squatting, and he lost the weight and fell forward and broke both wrists. Ouch. Yeah. The, yeah. the bar got caught, but it snapped both wrists. But that's the stuff that, you know, back in the day, you had to be there to experience the trauma of that. Now you can just scroll through the internet, like on your lunch break, and get traumatized. <laughs> that's you what know? you want to do in your lunch break right right but more importantly i mean it does it traumatize people now i mean that's the yeah. whole topic today like there was there was a time when that stuff was traumatizing but we've been desensitized right i mean whether it's through movies guy right? gets a bad enough injury on like monday night football or something like that they're not replaying it over and over again they're, they're cutting that out right they leave it to you to go on the internet to find it yourself after but if kids are seeing creeping, headings at 12, I don't yeah. think that's going to really bother it's, them. It's on the internet out. eight seconds later. Right. <laughs> yes. Of course it is. Of course it is. And it's there forever. You can never take that down, too. I know. Especially those beheadings and stuff. Right. So, I mean, what is it? What, what, why is it? You know, why is this even happening? Like, why do people want to consume that kind of media? What's the fascination with the carnage, though? Where yeah. The from? train wreck. Where's I can't turn mental, away. Yeah. Why? It's fucked up, man. You, well, when you see a car accident, you're not going to look away. I mean, it's natural instinct. I know. That's what the uh, what do you what do you call them when you're on the highway and the rubbernecking, acc- rubbernecking, yeah. Yeah. Right. like right. all the traffic on your side. The, the the accident was on the other side of the highway. You know what but I mean? In reality, yeah, what but draws it's seven the human cars. brain to that 
what draws the human brain to like want to see that? What's the what's the it's terrible? There? I don't know you what know? it is, but it's fucking awful, man. And you like cringe when you see it, and then you watch it again. And yeah, you put it on replay two seconds later. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, and I'm not a bad person. Like, I don't think I'm a sick fucked up individual, but I kind of want to unblock that video too. You know, when I'm scrolling through Instagram and it's like, this is fucked up. You shouldn't look. I'm like, oh, but I got to. I mean, what is it? It's like, <laughs> yeah, well, Why shouldn't I look? The Walk the Line movie was like, you don't want this. And then, of course, you do want the next level of whatever it's going to be. Absolutely. <laughs> Hold on, I got to light my cigar. What's that? So what do you guys think it is? Why do you look? I mean, my guilty pleasure is like the fights. You know, I don't really like the world bones breaking. Fights. Yeah, I like the world star fights. I like the backyard brawls. I think it started for me like with MMA. Yeah. Like when MMA was like really like UFC was the UFC was like really ultimate fighting championship where like there was no weight classes, guys are head button, they knee into the face. Like the original the UFC, original. people getting fucked up. People getting, people getting knocked up. out, yeah. elbows, knees, head butts. Like, like pride fighting? Like, like back when pride was a like thing? Like the original Well, even stuff. before pride, like when like, um, what's his name? Tank Abbott, he was like 300 pounds and he's going against Hoist Gracie, he was like a buck 60. And they're just maiming each other, choking each other. Well, like you and I were talking about this, that they used to like headbutt. Yeah, headbutt. Headbutts were totally legal. You That's could, fucked up. You could literally <laughs> pin the guy. You could pin the guy down, knees to his knees on his arms, so he couldn't move, and just headbutt the shit out of his forehead till his his nose broke and all that, and it was like completely legal. And you'd win. Impressive. And you'd definitely win. win. You'd win. Definitely yeah, win. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. Oh god. And those were he like died, the glory right? days. Kimbo yeah, he died. Yeah, he died. Well, Kimbo Slice, he had the whole backyard backyard brawls, brawls, yeah. yeah. And those were actually like more sanctioned and more um, regulated than the than UFC back then. Absolutely, yeah. The I mean, ones I like is the uh, the ones that are like street fights that okay. somebody recorded and then they post them. Yeah, like oh, yeah. world stuff. So you yeah, get like the best. yeah, you get like yeah. high school kids, yeah. like the bully meet up after school. And you actually get the videos now. Like 16-year-old kids are videotaping 17-year-old bully beating up a 14-year-old kid. Yeah. Well, the gratifying part is when the bully gets his ass. The 14-year-old kid's going to win. <laughs> yeah, the bully, like, on, baby. bully goes to sleep. Nowhere. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> See, I, I could watch that, but now, because I have kids that are that age, yeah, it fucks me up. Right. Because like I watch a kid knocking out like a 16, 17-year-old kid, and I'm like, what if someone did that to my kid? Now I'm all emotional about it, right. you know? And it, it kind of fucks me up now. Yeah, you gotta keep you gotta keep away from the women and kids. Absolutely, <laughs> that's the one rule. I can't watch that. Yeah, don't hit the women and kids. Yeah. So why do you watch Dubs? Why do you hit that button? I don't know. I mean, part of it is probably some sick part of me that's like, you know, it's not me; it's somebody else, <laughs> it's and it makes me feel better about my shit. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. my shit's not that fucked up, so it okay. makes me feel better. Validates right. some shit in my life. I guess. I guess. I don't know. There's probably some piece of that that's just kind of ingrained in all of us. That's like horrible things happen to everybody. Maybe it's also a way for us to come to terms with the fact that bad things happen to everybody. Like mm. you watch a lot of these videos and it's like it's not some horrible person that this happened to. It's just some lowly train worker that reached up wrong and got electrocuted to death. Like this is just a normal dude that you'd be seeing in the street on a regular day. Right. And now there's a video out there and it's viral and everybody's watching it. And you're like, shit, like everybody's got shit. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I can honestly say I don't watch any of that crap. No, you I never really hit don't. the button. <laughs> no, I never hit that button. Why? Man. Because if you do have to experience that in real life, like I don't, I don't, I don't need that. Like, you know, it's the same with like, you don't a movie. need that shit in your life. Huh? I don't need a traumatizing movie because yeah. that happens in real life. Like if you're going to, if you're going to create your own story, then don't give me that shit. And well, especially when like that, I just, I, I don't have time for that crap. Just gonna well, fuck with your head. Think about the movies that we used to watch, right? As kids, I mean, I I, I watched the, the the one movie that I can think of that gave me nightmares was the uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three. 
I don't know. I don't know why it was that one, but that's the, the one. one. Yeah, the third one got me. So you're the only person in America that saw it. Yeah, I'm the guy that watched <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that. So God. I'm the only guy that rented it. <clears throat> I think that's but on I, at two o'clock in the morning on Cinemax. You're good. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I think I was 12 or something when I watched it, and it got me, man. And it was like because it maybe could be real, right. but I also knew it wasn't. You know what I mean? And like, I remember getting scared with that stuff, and I remember how fucked up I was after watching it, having nightmares and stuff like that, and it wasn't real. Like, I knew it wasn't real. But, I mean, imagine being a kid now and watching this stuff. And, I mean, first of all, the horror movies that are out now, I, terrible. Awful, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks so real. <laughs> right. Like, if you you go back and watch Nightmare on Elm Street 3, you're like, that's fucking dumb. Right. <laughs> like, Saw was legit. Saw was legit because there was, yeah. like, a torture factor to it. Yep. There was, like, a diabolical dude, like, doing, like, this, like, crazy stuff, setting people up in, like, yep. torture chambers and, like, making them literally saw their legs off yeah. to, like, get out of a predicament. But, and that's but some but fucked up got, stuff, man. You got kids watching this shit. You got, like, 11, 12, 13-year-old kids watching movies like Saw. That's what I'm and, saying. And, like, yeah. that movie glorifies a fucking serial killer. Right. Like, the whole movie literally glorifies a serial a psychopath, killer. The yeah. whole series does. But it's significantly. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> but significantly desensitizes the people that watch it because I mean, you watch a lot of that stuff, oh. like the death scenes in movies. Now you watch uh, Halloween, the new the new yeah. versions, right? <coughs> the old ones are a joke. Yeah, the, the old ones are a joke, but the new ones are fucking <coughs> devastating. Like, there's that, and it's just Michael Myers <laughs> swinging a big ass kitchen knife, and you see like some fake pig's blood floating around right. in the air, and that's all you saw. But now it's like, yeah, you see, you yeah. see the you yeah, see like a the knife death rattle and, and, them yeah. and stick them to a wall and you see them like realistically dying and you're just like but that stuff looks real man yeah it really does well the scene that always sticks in my head to this day american history x when you hear the teeth oh, hit the curb, oh god oh, yeah, that's scene the one literally will still to this day it gives me chills you just, thinking got, you about, just gave me you goosebumps think about it yeah you think about that that's a scene that really just never leaves my mind well the you can feel the it teeth on yeah. that curb like you're like dude I don't know. That, that one got me. You yeah. film that same movie now instead yeah. of what, 15, 20 years ago when that movie came out. Right. You see that head snap. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. don't just cut right. to. Right. Yeah, they show it. it. You don't cut to Ed Norton's face and <laughs> see that, the rage on his face. You actually see a dude's head split in half against a curb. Like, that's what you'd see in the movies now. That's that's demand. Like, people demand more now. Like, you can't you can't get away just throwing, throwing around pig's blood. You can't get away with the you know, the idea of what happened, you know, like when, when they cut from it and he just kicked, I knew what happened. You know what I mean? Like I didn't need to see right. it. It was in my head. Now they want to show it. And well, you don't the, need an imagination anymore. You get you everything, don't. all that content is right there for you. Right. But that's the desensitization, mm -hmm. like no. just seeing all that stuff. Yeah, that definitely has something to do with it. Cause before, like when we were kids, our imagination had to fill in that blank, right. but now it doesn't. So now the kid's imagination goes even further, right. like one step further than what's even available to see now. Ugh. And that's what's horrifying because right. like the worst that we ever saw when we were growing up was like these weird cutscenes, like you're saying, in like Halloween or mm -hmm. in American History X and stuff where it's like, okay, I kind of know what happens, but I don't really know. Mm -hmm. And now they know exactly what happened. They can see it. And, and it's, it's awful. Like, what, what are they thinking beyond that? There was a... Um... There was a, a death scene in Halloween, the, one of the newer versions, right, where they, uh, they're carrying Mike Myers' body in an ambulance, and the two ambulance drivers are driving down the street, and um, they hit a cow. I don't know if you guys saw this part of the movie, right? And uh, That was like H2O, right? Yeah. Some, yeah. Uh, uh, no. Like the no, I think it was one of like the, the newer fucked up ones with like Rob oh, Zombie. Okay. The Rob Zombie ones. Yeah. 
and uh, like real bad ones. That guy's got no problems. That guy, dude, those <laughs> movies, <laughs> you want to watch yeah, a bad movie, movie, those movies are up. fucked up. Yeah. The but Devil's yeah, Rejects and yeah, shit. Yeah. So he did one, movies. and those death scenes are bad too, but like he yeah. did one, and so they're driving the ambulance, and they hit a cow, and I mean, one guy died immediately, and his death scene was all fucked up, but the driver was like, coughing and choking on his blood and stuff like that and dying and i mean like half of his mouth was gone i mean it was it was awful and uh so there was this old timey fucking weird song playing on the radio as he was choking and dying <laughs> and all i could think about it was it kind of it, it i laugh now but when i was watching i was like so if I ever died in a situation like that, what would I want that song to be? <laughs> like, right, right, right. like, what kind of song do you want playing as you're coughing and choking on your own yeah. blood? <laughs> Carry on your wayward song. No, it, dude, you know it would be some horrible garbage. It'd be like right. making no. my way downtown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it would be all like tinny and fucked up because the speakers are busted. Totally off subject, but that was that was. But that death scene, I mean, like they make them so good now, right. and like you said, there's nothing left to the imagination imagination anymore you know it's a difference between i know it's totally <coughs> off topic but like it's a difference between you know a, a tasteful uh dancer you know what i mean like somebody that's uh, uh up there and they're dancing and they've got like a, a a bikini or whatever on and there's some some talent and some taste to it and there's some stuff left to the imagination you know what i mean as like a dancer but then you got strippers just butt naked there's nothing left to the imagination it's right. just well, you think part of it comes from like it's it's society as a whole. Technology has put everything on cameras. Every single thing that happens nowadays, you're gonna right. have some video footage of it somewhere. Like when we were growing up in '99, you figure Columbine, mm -hmm. seeing those kids walk through that school was like uh, it was a, a life changing event for a lot of Americans. Watching two kids walk through schools with with semi autos and, and automatic machine guns. Nowadays, it's that, like every Tuesday. That, yeah, it's yeah. like every Tuesday you see guys walking around like, like I said, Jersey looked like Baghdad the other day. Yeah, there was armored trucks driving around. Like it, you know, it's like 2004 Baghdad, and mm -hmm. you figure if you're seeing that in real life, I mean, what's the big deal with seeing that in a movie? Do you like where's the line drawn in fiction now? Right. Well, 9/11, we watched that second plane hit in real time. Like if you were me, I was on that. I was watching TV in real time. You get to yeah. see that destruction. Right. Same. And like what it led to. So. Yeah. I mean, as these things occur, it's like you come, become desensitized to it, mm -hmm. you know? It, yeah, yeah it, like they, they won't watch the video unless they can see someone jumping out of the building. Now. Right. I say the most watched video in history is, the, is when JFK got you know, assassinated. Right. So like the snuff film. The most watched right. repeatedly. You see part of his skull go back and Jackie go back for it. It's a snuff like, film. Yeah. It's literally the most gruesome thing you can think. And it's the leader of the free world. Right. I and mean, what's the difference if Rob Zombie goes out and pushes the limits now? Well, no, I mean, the, the snuff film used to be the, the, for those that don't know it, or they, they now have uh, red rooms. I don't know if you guys have heard this. I saw this earlier uh, uh, the other day that out in, um, or as I think it's like Afghanistan or something, they have what are called red room videos uh, where they're actually snuff films. And they'll take people and burn them alive. They'll kill them. And there's all these red lights in the room. That's why they call them red room videos. And they're just snuff films. And I mean, with the internet now, they're everywhere. They got like their own probably own Instagram page. You know, you just go on and scroll through and watch the fucking videos. That's crazy. And there's no restrictions to that. I mean, anybody can go on and find this terrible stuff. And I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, the real thing is almost becoming what people want to see instead of the, the movies and shit. And so the movie's got to keep up with that. And so the gore's got to keep up with that. And it's got to be more realistic and more gruesome than the next movie. I mean, every horror movie I see is worse than the one before it. You know, every death scene is more realistic than the one before it. It's terrible. The idea behind freedom is then where do you draw the line? Where do, you start, where do you start telling people they can and can't say and do things? You can't. Because then if you draw it somewhere, you draw, you know, 
You can't. You can't pick a line in the sand. You just can't do it anywhere. You can pick a moral line, and you can say you this could. is morally incorrect. Like we shouldn't be doing this as a society. But every but... ten years, I feel like that morally gets pushed back. Sure. You know, yeah. as as so, we evolve as a society, we just get more and more. That really lightly drawn line in the sand. <laughs> well, that bikini you were talking about on yeah. stage, that's gotten, if you look at every decade, it's mm-hmm. gotten smaller and smaller. Of course. Tiny and tiny. Now it's non-existent. Less material, right? <laughs> yeah, that now it doesn't exist. Just, you know, right. what are you wearing? You should just show up naked to the beach. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, you think about it like that's what you're competing against. I mean, you could have, <laughs> think about music for, for a minute. Like, if you listen to um, songs from like, the 60s and 70s and stuff like that they're saying the same thing they're just leaving something to the imagination you know they're alluding to things you know they're you they're they're using you know a play on words to make you think about stuff now they just say it they just say i want to fuck you yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) put it in your ass well they'll tell you i want to rape you yeah Yeah, i mean they're saying terrible stuff they're talking about drugs just flat out go buy percocets let's take molly let's do lean let's take xanax and they're just there's no fucking creativity or imagination to it anymore it's just talking about that stuff or it's just seeing this stuff like that that scene from american history x i think that was better directing uh you know the cut scene and leaving it to your imagination that's the way it's supposed to be done but but they if that movie came out now they'd be competing against somebody else that would show the scene yeah you know what i mean and that's what people would want to see you're right there's no talent in that because the art of kind of hiding it behind the subtlety to your imagination means that me all four of us seen that movie but we all saw it differently and we all pictured it in our heads differently yeah Yeah. the sopranos that's why the argument's so great nobody really knows point yeah you know nobody really knows so that leaves the blair witch project one of the scariest movies i've ever seen (laughs) never see the witch (laughs) yeah that leaves it to your head so mine is worse than yours the end of that movie fucked me up oh yeah (laughs) like you see the shadow and you're like I wonder what that was, and I really hope it wasn't what I think it is. I feel like this is the third podcast that that movie's come up. With Blair Witch? Yeah. yeah Sugar, Sugar Bear watched Sugar Bear's terrified. I've never watched it. Yeah. He told a story on one of these about, uh, was it his sister left a pile of rocks yeah. in front of the <laughs> They were fucking fuck with, with him. him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Last I actually watched it after he talked about it. After Sugar Bear brought that up, I had to watch the movie. Oh, and I God, mean, it's been a decade since it, I've seen that. Movie. I mean, and it was old. Like I'm, I'm going to tell you, like it was, it was hard to watch because it was so old. Kind of like The Wire, you know what I mean? Like you watch right. The Wire now, like through these payphones and beepers. Yeah, yeah. But it was, um, it was still terrifying. You know, the end. Even though I knew how it played out. So, and and The Wire is, is you know, character building, still good storylines, things yeah. like that. Now they use the shock value of violence to avoid art. Right. It's, it's almost like. It's cheap and dumbing it down, kind of. Definitely has. Yeah. But again, that's the demand. Like, that's what people want, apparently. Otherwise, those movies wouldn't be box office hits. You know what I mean? Like, those songs wouldn't be selling off the shelves. Well, it's not off the shelves anymore, but they wouldn't be getting so many hits online. Record downloads. (laughs) Record sales are up really high, guys. (laughs) When's the last time somebody saw a record? Yeah. (laughs) I think you talked about finance, but it's the algorithms. Like, so you got a company that knows if I give you that shock value every time, I'm going to sell it, right? There's Mm -hmm. no risk involved with that. But if, if I'm looking at something and, and a guy does something like he did in American History X nowadays, you're looking at it like, was this really a good piece of, of directing that the society will enjoy? Right. But you already know if you, if you show the head getting smashed open, you know you're going to sell some. You know, money. at least making money back. Yeah. The There's a piece of that that's not about the art or creativity anymore. It's all about the actual commercialization right. of media. Mm-hmm. So like that same director or that same studio is going to look at that video and they're going to go, okay, so this one, even though it's fantastic piece of art and is very emotionally driving and has all of this weight to it. Mm -hmm. I question whether or not I can actually sell that to the masses. Whereas I know on this other one, people are going to talk about this fucking scene Mm -hmm. and I'm going to drive 400 million at the box office. So I'm not going to run this other really beautifully crafted movie 
I'm actually just going to run this piece of shit that I know is going to get the shock value in that six minutes of the movie that anybody cares about mm-hmm. because I know I can sell it. So do you think this boils down to the dumbing down of America? I think it does. Absolutely. You know, that like, that that's... <clears throat> you're not going to have the movies like you did in the 80s. You're not going to have your ETs and stuff like that because no one's willing to take those risks. It's an mm-hmm. original story. The guy's got an idea and he's going to show you his vision. Right. You're like, no, we already know the algorithm. ET made today would die. Right. We Wouldn't know the algorithm. Know, it'd be We're going to make even make million it. and call even it. If they, even if they made it well. It would right. die at the box office. I bet you if they brought back Elf, there'd be a lot of us that watch that. I'd watch Elf, but that's in because, you know, Elf was fucking awesome. Elf was <laughs> yeah. That's because 25, watch 30 years ago, we all watched that. <laughs> I'd watch Elf. Elf. I would watch Elf eat cats all day long. <laughs> 100%. But nowadays, to get your kids to watch it, he'd actually have to, like, yeah. violently eat a cat. Mm-hmm. Right. And then your well, kids would watch it. Well, that's the thing. My son's, like, obsessed with watching trucks like monster trucks to like smash into each other's destroy yeah. each other he's two he's two years old destruction. and that's the destruction yeah Love dino it. trucks he watches yeah. like these trucks that like drill into yeah. each other and and just completely destroy one another so it's different from the cartoons we watched even absolutely you think that's a reason for all the remakes now it's just constant reboots remakes because they know like there's less risk there's just less well they're taking the they're taking the original and they're making it the way that people today need to see it you mm-hmm. know they're they're figured like so you can't consume old media Right, I mean, it's the way that when people, the attention span of the day, the way the world is, the way social media is, you just cannot consume classic media anymore. So they take those old movies that they know were a hit at the time, and then they remake it the way people need to see it today. Fast, loud, gory, in your face, take all the imagination out and show you all the stuff that you were thinking in your head before. And people will consume it. Fucking love it. When was the last time an original thought came out in a movie? Like, what was the last original movie you saw? You got kids, right? So, yeah. have you ever seen the Lego movie? Because I did. When you watch the Lego movie with the kids in the room, I went with my nieces. It's two different movies. You're Absolutely. Seeing, the kids are seeing that you know fantastic, like magical piece. Yeah. But then the adults are seeing like the super glue and what mm-hmm. we used to do with yeah. the toys after and repaint <laughs> yeah. them and stuff yeah. like that. So you're seeing what you would do as an adult versus mm-hmm. the kid, and we're both watching two different movies. And a lot of those Disney movies, they have dirty jokes in them, but the kids Absolutely. have no idea. Shrek had a ton of dirty jokes. In them. Of like, Lord Farquaad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, that guy's uh, name sounds like fuckwad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe right. Maybe the dummy down in america is the more of the issue it's got to be it's got to be otherwise why would be why would we be dumbing down our media for people to consume you know what i mean so nothing can be left to the imagination anymore because nobody's what uh, uh, sophisticated enough to fucking think <laughs> like every everything is hand sp- spoon fed to you via social media you know what i mean that it's like it's all right there you just keep scrolling just keep scrolling just keep scrolling and if it doesn't grab your attention i don't stop you know what I mean? You know what it takes to get me to stop a scroll? <laughs> like when I'm deep into a scroll and I got, I'm like three quarters of the way squished down into the couch, like my neck is crooked and I'm scrolling deep at like two in the morning. It, to get me to stop, it's got to be fantastic. It takes you, it like, takes you one of those uncover this video, it, click here. Yeah, I'm like, wait, no. what is that? <laughs> no, it, it takes your leg falling asleep on the shutter. That's what stops <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the scroll. <laughs> so what do we do about it? How do we how do we change the way people consume media? Can we go backward? I don't think do, so. Do we even want to though? That's the question. Do you think people want to go backwards, or do you think people I, just I mean, want it the way it is? I'm I'm that guy that's like, remember when? I'm that old guy that's like, I remember when things were like this. I know I'm not that old, but that's how I feel because I'm walk two miles uphill both ways, right. no shoes, no yeah. feet. Well, I mean, think about this. So so remember when? Um, 
uh, I don't know if you guys are all all young enough to remember this, but remember when you were a kid and the only way that you could find out where your friends were was to go out and look for them? Ride your bike. Yeah, yeah. The bikes on people's front lawns. Yeah. Right. That's not a thing anymore. Or knock on your neighbor's door. Get arrested. Get shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. The doorbell ring? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I freak out if my doorbell rings. Right. The only if time somebody... my doorbell rings is the Amazon guy. Yeah, FedEx needs a sign. But I'm, I'm waiting signature. for that dude because I'm watching him. I'm watching his fucking car on the way to my house. I know he's coming. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I'm I mean, tracking that. Pa- I've been tracking that package for a week. To, to be fair, I have the camera on the front door. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. It's just the Amazon guy. Right. Well, I click when DHL is coming. I click that no signature required so I don't have Absolutely, to deal with this. Yeah. <laughs> Please I mean, don't ring my doorbell if my dog stop barking while I'm on a call. I'm going to be pissed. Dude, the second I order something on Amazon, it says your order has been confirmed. Track package. <laughs> I know it's not tra- sent out yet, but I still hit track package. Just want to see where it's at. Just see where it's at, yeah. <laughs> your package has left New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think there's just a psycho in all of us. Like, I remember, like, realizing the psycho that uh, Joe Pesci was in Goodfellas and, like, when he shoots Spider and, like, just laughing about it. Right. Just thinking, like, it's hilarious, like, what, what he just did. Like, he just took a man's life but and shot him square in the chest and laughing at it. And his reaction was, like, what do you want from me? I'm a good shot. Right. Like, and thinking, like, that's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. But, like, you got to think, like, who thinks like that? You I know? mean, there was some pretty aggressive violence in some of those mob movies in, like, the mm-hmm. 80s and 90s because, like, you look mm-hmm. at Casino. Yeah. You know, there's a scene in Casino where Joe Pesci does some really dirty shit. Yeah. And like... The head in the vice scene. It yeah. just... Well, when they make him But watch that was mother, significant though. shock value back then. It right? was. Now but even then, they left some of it to the imagination. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was good good production value, you know? And, and I mean, that's the difference is like, you know, could we go backward and actually consume media like we did before and enjoy it now that we've been desensitized? I don't think I could. Like I just said, I went back and watched... Um, what was it? The Blair Witch Project, and I was like, eh, you know, it's kind of scary at the end. But I was like, eh, you know, you go back and watch the original Halloween, you're like, eh, eh. It's a Friday the Thirteenth. Eh. Like those old horror movies, that's really tough to consume. Right? Sure. I'm not gonna lie, but also the cinematography in those was just trash. It was so bad. Like they were filmed so poorly. So do you do you think that they didn't show what they show now because they lacked the technology to show it, or do you think they didn't show what they show now because it was good directing? And they were just sophisticated enough to to assume that like, or, or they they believed that the consumers were sophisticated enough to use their imagination. Like, do you think it was a lack of technology? I think that's about. I think that's different. Movies had different problems. Like some of them, yes. I feel like they couldn't show death the way that they can show. It wasn't it now. as commonplace. It, yeah, it wasn't as commonplace. Right. But <laughs> it wasn't like, as acceptable. Right. It wasn't ex- as I think acceptable. It's more art though, because think about rap music. Rap music was vulgar to our parents growing up like they were like this is horrible this is vulgar but too loud, if crew. i listen to rap music today <laughs> it's all xanax and mumbles there's right. no meaning to it yeah but back then like even though there was vul- like you know vulgar language and stuff like that they had like some sort of message behind it right. you know it, it was about code and streets but now it's i don't even know what the hell that it's gang 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 well when nwa that's came a song in. that's a song I know, gang gang repeatedly yeah. for three minutes <laughs> when nwa snoop dogg dr dre that west coast movement came into play and they were really talking about well, that was gangster rap you yeah. know the the first signs of any gangster rap like the first you know the first rappers who actually put themselves out there and were talking about the real street life that they were living like you see all like you know the that's when parental advisory came out when mm-hmm. those guys came into place now it's like you know, now that's every day. It's in every song you hear. It's on the radio. I don't even think they put parental advisory on anything anymore. Right. No, I, I, I remember getting ID'd to buy CDs. Right. 
<laughs> that that was a thing yeah, by the way for our younger listeners yeah. that was a thing yeah. you had to get id'd at the music store you'd yeah. have to go into a store to buy cds and if it had a parental advisory sticker i had to show my id proving i was at least 18 years of age to buy that cd i had to persuade my my mom i think it was to buy me the chronic album yeah. yeah, and like she was like, "Well, I gotta listen to it first. I was like, "I don't think you want to, but pass on that." Yeah, don't do that, Mike. Like, uh, no way out by Diddy. Yeah, I the remember second like song victory. He's like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck, fuck." fuck. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, "What is this?" Well, so I brought up Two Live Crew. Two Live Crew was actually one of the first to be like shut down. They like they were the ones that were getting. Yeah. They were know, so vulgar, though. They were. Oh my they were god, sexual vulgar. Compared, That's yeah, what, they yeah. Nothing. different. Compared yeah, different. They, it was different. They're, they're literally it, it was, preschool rap. No, like, I know, but I mean, at the time, that was like graphically describing right, porno movies right. on a rap album. It was, yeah, it was. I Easy mean, they e, def- give me that nut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's gotten worse because, like, I guess every new era has to push that envelope. Mm. Father and father. Yeah. When is it? End? Are we just gonna start getting? Well, that, I guess that's. Live I mean, we're, like, we're not gonna go backward. Oh. You know what I mean? Well, you just said it right there. I mean, are we looking at live violence? Because that's. If you look at this, if you were to take an objective view and you were looking at some science experiment and you were like, okay, let's look at the history of this thing and let's look where it's headed. And you could take an objective view and just pull yourself out of the equation and look at society. There's no question in my mind that we are still on an upward trajectory into whatever fucking weirdness we like. Like, it's just going to get... You ever see um, uh, Surrogates with Bruce Willis? Oh, great They filmed it in uh, Boston, actually. Great movie. And um, they, you know, they actually, they all end up... Uh, staying indoors because nobody wants to experience real life anymore. Uh, and so they have these surrogate robots that can go out and you can be whoever you want as the robot and you can do weird fucked up shit to each other. Uh, and you get to experience it that way. Yeah. It's, it's terrifyingly realistic. It almost feels like we're headed in that direction. Yeah. But a lot of movies, like you think about uh, all the uh, space movies and stuff like that, all the technology that was in old movies, we strive to meet the expectations of those movies, whether it's technology or whatever it is. And I think some of these movies are, are prophetic, you know, that this is where we're headed. And that's why these movies are coming out, because we see it going in that direction. Or maybe that's we'll go in full circle. Maybe it's going to go back to gladiator days. That's Dude, what I'm we do. just yeah. thinking, man. Like, it, so, yeah, societally, there's something kind of fucked up with us right now. But, like, if you go back a few hundred years, gladiatorial combat was a yeah. huge thing. And that was literally mass execution. Right. And fight people the whole point it. was fights yeah. to the death. They and loved it. Thousands and thousands of people would gather and things like public hangings and public beheadings and executions right. like when the guillotine was really a thing like right. so this stuff's just in this a would circle. be like the whole yeah. city would gather yeah. in the square. Yeah. You're right to watch homeboy who had sex with the monarch's cousin be executed because that's what they did. Right. right. But everyone showed up not some mm. people showed up a small subset of society everyone in the fucking city or township or whatever the yeah. fuck they were called back then would show up township and watch <laughs> it and cheer yeah. yeah there'd be like stall set up the marketplace would be a buzz they'd be yeah. like this is great there's a fucking execution today yeah. we're gonna make so many sales i know so you're thinking like the between like i'd say i don't know let's say the renaissance up to maybe modern day society we had almost like a reverse close off where everything yeah. got really religious got really strict got really pulled back but yeah. if you go back to middle ages you go back to pride it's vulgar it's disgusting so it's is gruesome. it human nature are we just getting back yeah, to our just roots getting back to where we come from you know that's fucked up caligula <laughs> society stuff, yeah. it's a bad thing to think <laughs> yeah, about yeah, but yeah, if you think 50s, about it I think like it was the peak of like the straight buzz cut you right know, well you think you think about it like talk this about it 
every generation is born into what they're born into. So, I mean, if it's getting worse and worse, the next generation is born into a new normal and a new normal. The next generation is going to be seeing mall shootings with Facebook Live, multiple people filming the mall at the same time. I mean, did you not really get? Yeah, we're we're there. We're there right now. Yeah. Live mass shootings. Oh, you're going to have people going around and doing it live. Yeah. Like intentionally. Yeah, on purpose. Just for likes. likes. Just for shits and giggles and likes, man. Yeah. Like, that's fine. I'll do a five-year bid. I just made $80 million on my video. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) That is crazy. It makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) It does. (laughs) Like you said, this was your topic, Sweets. I don't know know what you want me to say on this. Having a kid resensitizes you. It does. Well, that's that's it. I mean, I probably, you know, without kids, I probably wouldn't be so sensitive to this issue. But with kids, I'm like, what the fuck did I bring them into? Right. You know, like, what are they going to get to experience? And what are their kids going to get to experience? I want to get my son into boxing and, and MMA at a young age, so he's ready to pr- ready to protect himself. I want to move my kids into the woods and get them guns. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way it's getting for me. Yeah. That like I feel like it's it's getting more and more dangerous out there. Like to your point, you know, Jersey looking like fucking Baghdad. You know, I mean, it's it's uncomfortable out there. Well, how much of this stuff is like really mental health, and how much of it is like for validation? You know, or like the fa- or like just to be on the news, just to be in the media. Like, mm-hmm. how many of these shootings are just so your name's out there mm-hmm. and you have some some sort of recognition? Right. Well, we, we did an episode. Political point. Yeah. <laughs> we did an episode. What would you do for money? That was one of the TOS episodes that we did, I and um, that. you know that one was like, you know, all the crazy shit that people do, all the way from like, um, excuse me, jackass. You know, like the the weird shit that they were doing, and then everybody right. following that, and then because it became a thing, people like to watch that. Now everyone can be a jackass on Instagram or wherever. And you know, you're right. People are in pursuit of likes and shares for validation. Mm-hmm. They're in pursuit of uh, acknowledgement. They're in pursuit of uh, uh, um, celebrity, right. internet celebrity. Uh, you know, being known, being famous, having a, a purpose. Your purpose is to produce stupid ass videos. And because of that, you have sponsors and you have money and you have a job. I just right. do quotes up on that. You know, you have a job and it's, uh, um, I mean, I could definitely see, again, the progression of that getting us to, you know, people going around committing crimes. Remember Bunk? Bunk? I don't know if you guys saw Bunk, that, that, that kid that was on Instagram with all the tattoos on his face and he'd go around and like steal shit and, you know, like, uh, uh, um, he, he was just a clown. He was an internet clown. And uh, even he got to the end of it, and he's like, "That was dumb." That was dumb <laughs> shit, yeah. Now his face is covered in dumbass yeah. tattoos. His teeth got knocked out. He's got prison sentences, and he's like, "That was just stupid." Yeah. You know, all in the pursuit of likes, shares, comments, celebrity. That's it. What if society? So we're going in the opposite direction with law enforcement, though. So not necessarily on like the street level, but when it comes to like punishment. So we're taking the death penalty away more as opposed to bringing back the guillotine, like mm-hmm. he had talked about. Yet. People are doing more violent and more heinous crimes than they ever have in the most, you know, last 50, 60 years. But it seems like, you know, as a law enforcement side of it, we're being like, oh, well, we can't put people to death because that's inhumane. The guy just shot 40 people in the mall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. he's running around getting his teeth knocked out with face tattoos. Like, where do we? So if we go back. But we can't take his life. So if we go back. So if we go back. things like the, uh, the marathon bonnet there, Sarnayev or whatever. Yeah. Like. Yeah. How the fuck is it taking this long right. to kill this guy? Right in the boat. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Blow like, shit up. everybody who's seen the video <laughs> of the thing, yeah. like, everybody wanted them yeah. to open fire on this boat and kill him. Like, him and his brother killed people. Right. They killed people. They created a fucking in- atrocity. And the, <sighs> the lawyers are trying to get the death penalty thrown out. Because he was brainwashed by his brother. I don't give a fuck if he was brainwashed <laughs> right. by his brother. 
you still killed a bunch of people at a fucking public sporting event that raises more money for charities than you could possibly imagine. Mm -hmm. And you committed this atrocity. I think the world's better without that guy. Yeah, I can't disagree. Here's where the question lies in this is if he has no filter on his violence, right? On what we're talking about, where what makes us different from them if we just execute them? On the right, spot? that's that's the immorality the of public executions, right. you know. That's the immorality of the death penalty is that, like, so so we're trying to tell them that doing Stop. that is wrong, and so hypo- hypocritically, we're <laughs> like, so but we're gonna kill you for killing somebody, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's it is definitely like a double-edged sword. You know, you think back to those times, I think that people were more afraid to commit crimes back in the, mm-hmm. you know, those days when it was, uh, you know, fight to the death or public executions. You, you know, you were like... chicken and you get your yeah, head cut off. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, sleep with the cousin of the Yeah, yeah like pe- people were scared to do some shit back then. You know, now it's like, I'm not scared. I'm just going to get arrested. I'll get a public defender and I'll probably get off on it. Like, and a lot of likes. Yeah, and, and, you know, I mean, we definitely, we don't want to... You know, we don't want to be barbarians and we want to promote a way of life that's different than, you know, murderers and, and criminals. Mm. But at the same time, if the if the punishment isn't significant enough, like I remember when I was a kid, I weighed out everything I did based on the punishment I was going to get. Right. My mother was like, I, if you, you'll be in your room for a week. I'm like, OK, could I'm be cool. worth it. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm pretty sure this is going to be a good time. I'm going to take the hit. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Hit on that. And that was, that's really where we are today. It's like there is no actual capital punishment, right. you know, that fits a capital crime. Uh, and since that doesn't exist, it's almost like so I can I can take lives and commit murder and then I get to live life in prison. Now, life in prison is not fun. I've been there and I can tell you it's not fun, but it's a life. It's a life. Do you know what I mean? And right. you get to keep yours and you got to take others. And so I'm not saying I'm pro or uh, or against. I'm just saying raising the question, I guess here, right. <laughs> like you know, it, are we are we too nice? That Do is. we have expectations that people are going to be nice? Are we are we not creating enough of a consequence uh, uh, as a society? Well, I mean, if you put that same exact situation with Sarnayev in Texas, not in Boston, uh-huh. like. I, <laughs> we've been honest we're in massachusetts yeah like, massachusetts is a super liberal firing place. squad yeah I, I grew up here if that happened Probably in texas, on instagram that right? guy wouldn't have made it 72 hours absolutely you 72 know, you hours should, later yeah. he would have been dead you mm-hmm. should have stayed in mass you should have stayed in texas you're in two different boats right right he would have got epstein him literally he would have been done. Yes. <laughs> That's a thing now, right? Yeah. Got Epstein. Yeah. Dude, every goddamn day I troll through, scroll through Facebook yeah. and I get trolled by some Epstein, Epstein didn't, kill didn't kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Epstein didn't kill himself. Also, just putting this out there, I have absolutely no opinion on this. Please do not, I do not take this as me weighing in on the Epstein thing at all. No. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> how about, like, how about, how about that whole situation? Like, um, you know, let's just say, Let's play devil's advocate. I have no idea. Again, no opinion. But I will say, <laughs> no like, say there is like a, a giant, powerful group of people that has a pedophile ring. Like, where does that become like okay in society? <laughs> like, like, hypothetically, are, are we saying <laughs> hypothetically? <laughs> yeah, I, I assume this exists. When does that become? <laughs> Those like, things happen. Right. I saw a news report about that in they Canada that they just happen. busted like five thousand oh, yeah. political officials, teachers, teachers yep. all sorts right. of people. Ooh. All caught up in a child pornography ring. Horrible. Now here's the other question. In the fifties, was that still happening? It's just that that was just not talked about. That wasn't yes. in movies. Right. That wasn't yes. that, yes. I feel like it was that all stuff, still in this society. stuff has been happening forever. forever. Yeah. The difference is it's available on social media. The difference is, is we're all so connected now as a right. society that you can learn about it, you can hear about it, and more importantly, people can talk about it. Mm, and right. if people can talk about it, people get caught. 
People couldn't talk about it before. People weren't getting caught. Like, think about this. In the 50s, do you think people in one town knew what was happening across the country? No, you knew what was on that evening news and what the media told you. And that's it. That's it. Unless you knew somebody there. So kids are being violently beat up for thousands of years. Absolutely. And now we get to see a group of kids violently beat up another kid on video and experience it. Now it's just uncomfortable because we see it. Exactly. And it's always in the 50s they had, the 60s, 70s. So that's the thing. Like, we are not necessarily doing anything different now we just get to see it and experience it all and i guess we have a choice to watch it right i mean you have a choice to hit that filter you know you have a choice to scroll you have a choice to be on social media you have a choice as to how much news you watch i don't watch the news Uh, my mother loves the news makes me uncomfortable she watches the news like it's soap operas i can't watch the news every time i watch the news i get sad the news is the most horrific horror movie i've ever seen it's uncomfortable like show me some fun shit show me like all right, this this couple that met in high school <laughs> got married after twenty years of like, like show me the notebook story w- on the fucking news. Like, <laughs> I that's, want more that's of what the... I want to see. Like, make me feel good about myself after I watch the news, not make me feel dirty and ashamed. Like, I want more of the surfing squirrel from Anchorman. Yeah, All right, that's yeah, what I want yeah, on the news. Yeah. All right, there's a baby panda being born. <laughs> no, it's like a guy drunk. Drives into four kids on a bike on a sidewalk. It's like great. And then shoots panda. That's your morning startup. (laughs) That's your morning startup. Like, all right, have a good day at work. I mean, how do you consume that for breakfast? How do you get up and watch the news and consume all of that horror across the country, and then go about your day without it affecting your mental health and your stress? Like, how do you how do you walk around being aware of like? So I live in a small town, right? And I like this town. It's a small suburb where I grew up, and. When I was a kid, I didn't know everything that was happening everywhere. And so because of that, I had my little childhood in my little town, around my little people, and I knew what was happening in my area, right? And then as as social media crept into my life and as internet and as connectivity crept in, slowly I became more and more aware of the pain and despair that everybody was going through across the country. And that became sensationalized. That's what news was. News wasn't about what's happening in your town news was about all the terrible things that are happening in everyone else's town and why you should be afraid of it happening in your town and here's what you can do about it it's never going to happen in my town horrified yeah Yeah. chances are you won't so like that's a prime example right there we were all allowed to drive around the blocks on our bikes we Uh could do whatever we wanted with our boys down the street Uh nowadays you can't (laughs) no but really after the street right until after the street don't come home they were telling i don't i don't even want to see you until dinner time if i had a dollar for every time when i was a teenager i got told (laughs) at eight o'clock in the morning on a saturday get the fuck out of this house (laughs) and i don't want to see you until dinner time he has six bucks for lunch yeah have a nice day figure it out society hasn't changed it's just that we see every awareness now terrified yeah how could you not be terrified how could you not be afraid every time your kid leaves the house how could you not be afraid every time you get behind the wheel or you you speak up to someone that's not gonna shoot you or stab you like that's not necessarily the world we live in but it's the world where where we're like we're creating we're promoting it we're telling you to be afraid like we're we're showing you all this terrible stuff across the country and it could happen to you tomorrow yeah, right you know what i mean tune back in we got more we got more yeah there's definitely five there's definitely some of that that's used to control people because yeah, like fear, fear is one of the primary driving motivational factors in human emotion so yeah. like if you constantly have people in a state of fear they're much easier to control mm-hmm. it's a technique in business negotiations scaring people and getting them off their guard and getting them vulnerable because they feel afraid right. like it's it's part of how they control us Gotta like control I'm, I'm, the not cattle. Say, I'm not Again, I'm not weighing in on any political anything. I'm not saying our government controls us or anything. I'm just saying, like, scared, just scared <laughs> people are scared. People are easier to control. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's what, you know, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Book of Eli. Oh, yeah. Great Denzel movie. Washington. Great movie. Great movie. And that's the premise of the movie is that, you know, they use religion, um, not the media, but they use religion and the word of God as this one, the one thing that can control the people. The one thing that even and that this monster wants to get his hand on it and use it just as a weapon. And, you know, Eli, or who, I don't even know what name he had in the movie. Denzel's was. character. Yeah. Was yeah. it Eli? Book I, of Eli? No. No, no, it wasn't. Whatever. Whatever yeah. his name was. So his job was to protect it. But the idea was that you could get this tool, you know, and whether it's religion or politics or the media or whatever it is, controlling people, controlling the masses. Like, think about what um, schools were originally designed for. Public schools. Public yep. schools were originally designed to educate to a certain point, but not too much, and to educate people enough to work in factories. That was it. Yep. To raise factory workers. That's what public schools were. They were not to further the education or improve the lives of the community or build the country as a whole. They were designed to educate just up to a certain point, give them enough mm -hmm. information, make sure they learned what you wanted them to learn so that they could take orders, so that they could take direction, and that they would work. Make us money. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Smart enough to be useful, but dumb so, enough not to challenge the authority. Right. So, I mean, I'm not saying the government is trying to control us, but if that's what they were doing with public schools, why wouldn't you then think that it happens all over the place? <laughs> On a larger scale, yeah. 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 Through we, media. We no. could all agree that religion is definitely not where it was, let's say, 50 years ago. No. Like, it used to be in everyone's home. And, and so now that you don't have that, you need to still have the population have that sense of like, I need to do right and wrong. Correct. Could yeah. you not use the media and, and ratings of fear to yeah. then, you know, trick people back into being like, okay, you're going to conform to these rules even if you're not going to church. Be, every be afraid. Stay right. in your house. Do what you're told. Yeah, just watch the news now. Yeah, Instead just on a larger church. scale. And now you've got access to every household, mm -hmm. every handheld phone, every internet browser. Terrifying. Except the difference was is we watch the news. And when you went to church and heard all these horrible stories, they like resold you faith back. But in the news, they don't they don't say, "Well, tomorrow's gonna get better." They're like, "Tomorrow we're gonna get worse." Like, yeah, we'll, we'll give you more violence and yeah. more. Like something new, something bad will happen tomorrow. Tune in. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was the, the first news story that horrified you? First news story that horrified me, I think um, there was a war. I think it. I can't remember what it was. I think I was about fourteen or fifteen years old. And um, I remember it was uh, Clinton was president. And, uh, was it Kosovo? Yeah. yeah. And I just remember watching like all the bombs and everything. It was live. Everybody was terrified. My mother was scared. You know, the kids were like, they were just playing, but you were playing video games. And, you know, it was, I'm sure <laughs> you you're, you're just a little kid. He was fucking decade younger yeah, than you. But, you know, I'm watching this thing and it was, it was more so not what I saw, but that I saw all the adults that I was supposed to be like confident in terrified Terrifying. you know what i mean like i was watching people like oh my god this could happen to us and i was like wait what we live in beverly what do you mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this could happen to us like, that's crazy and uh you know it was it was really scary to see that coming into my hometown even though it wasn't happening that this was across an ocean you know what i mean this was someplace else but it was in my home it was on my tv and my family was afraid and the people in my town were afraid. And the, the news reporters were afraid. The guy that was reporting this was like shaking. His little <laughs> microphone was shaking because he was at the location. And it was not only was it the event, but it was that they were talking about what it could possibly be like. This could become this. This could become that. This could mean this or that, which is what the news does now. They don't just report the thing. Then they speculate, you know, yeah. what this could be. This could be coming to your town. You know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't rest. Don't sleep. Don't, don't, don't slip. Like this could be coming. And that, I think that's what got me. Right. What about you? 
I would say Waco, Texas, probably. Ooh, yeah. Remember the Waco? Yeah, I do. Yeah, when the yeah. dude held everyone captive and then yeah. lit the whole place on fire. And then the Oklahoma City bombing. Mm-hmm. Which was caused by Waco. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yep. he watched it live. Right. Yeah. Which now, we all watch it live. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. You can probably get an extremist out of any one of us if you're watching it live. Yeah. How can you, how can you blame violence on video games at this point? video games have you, the least realistic violence right, right. of you anything can, out there you can't blame violence on video games and music anymore that's just not an option with what we see on a daily basis watch the news watch the news on a tuesday afternoon and tell me that there's not enough that you see right there to promote violence you know what i mean it's crazy unbelievable well i'll tell you what i like this this was a good episode terrible topic good episode <laughs> really happy to have you guys here legs skippy thanks for joining us thanks for having me yeah, of course yeah we'll us. have you back again soon i'm sure and uh dubs as always this was a good time good Worked job dubs work for you yeah <laughs> well played and uh so for all our listeners out listeners out there if you're listening on your favorite podcatcher you can subscribe and new episodes will pop up when we bring them up if you are listening on facebook like share tell your friends get them to li- get them to listen if you want to be a guest or anything like that, uh, Sweets Productions hosts this. Uh, they produce this. And uh, you can go on sweetsproductions.com and you can connect with us there and find a way to either be a guest or learn more about other podcasts and other episodes. So with that, thank you for listening. <laughs>